back. It is another fun-filled episode of Hot Takes and Parting Shakes with yours truly, Tony Cabo Bianco. Yes, yes, welcome back. I want to let you know before we get started that this podcast is brought to you in part by Redcon One. Redcon One is America's favorite new supplement brand where they carry everything for your fitness needs, whether it be pre-workout, protein powders, fat burners, muscle builders, recovery, energy apparel, and so much more. And you can save 20% off your order if you go to redcon1.com and use the promo code T20 Tony Tell Jokes upon checkout. That's right. You can save 20% off your order. If you go to redcon1.com, punch in your order and use the promo code T20 Tony Tell Jokes. And I also got to give a special shout out to my uh, Boston Celtics. I wasn't able to catch the whole game, but I was managed to catch uh, the end of it. And valiant effort upon the Boston Celtics t- trying to take on the Heat. Uh, unfortunately, they fell short. They were, what was the final score? 102 to 128. <sighs> Whew, yeah, that was definitely. I mean, uh, it's like, it's like you're. I mean, I know you. I was rooting for them like every step of the way. It's just like, just when you think they're about to close the gap, oh nope, hear it, nope. Then that it's like magnets. They they're not gonna let that <laughs> let that slide, which you know is you know competition at its finest. You wouldn't want them to go easy on you. If you're the best, you want to go up against the best, but. Damn it. Oh, just as a fan. Oh, well. Well, they got game four. When the hell is game four happening? Uh, Boston Celtics versus Heat. Uh, 102 to 128. That was uh, game three. When is game four? Game four is Tuesday. Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Okay. All right. So, knock on wood. Hopefully, maybe I'll have to pull through on that one. But, yeah, not really a lot of happening on the Boston sports and I, I mean that's kind of all that's happening at the moment because well NFL is not happening until uh, later in the year and well I kind of fell off the Red Sox bandwagon I mean I'm definitely a, a, a casual uh, fair weather fan I have no problem uh, admitting it. I'm not a pink hat fan I will not <laughs> I will never uh, venture into that territory it's just more like uh, when I when they're doing good and even though I'm like, you know, states and states away, I am, you know, I am rooting for them, just not within my own free time. Just like, you know, they're, they're in my thoughts and prayers. I'll just say it that much. And well, I hope you guys had a wonderful weekend. I know I did. I uh, I realized something uh, towards the end of the day. Uh, this was one of those rare days where um, I was able to speak to absolutely nearly nobody the entire day. Do you ever have one? I mean, I, that's a, kind of like a rare occasion uh, for most of us. I mean, I have the luxury of being able to live on my own by myself, which is completely underrated. Just me and my stupid cat, Kuma, who is just, you know, just sprawled out staring at me as I record this podcast. But yeah, I was, I barely spoke to anybody all day. I mean, it was wake up, breakfast, go to the gym. You know, I chatted to a couple people I was there just for, you know, for a couple minutes. I went back to my thing, wrapped up, came back here, showered. Uh, I've been reading more of this book, read more of The War of Art, almost done with that. Did some writing, did some video editing, some social media work, some 
booking, some future dates, some promotion. I mean, I kept myself pretty occupied for most of the day. And then, uh, then I had a mic later tonight around like 8 o'clock. So I spent at least, I want to say, 10 hours. 10 hours without speaking to a single person. And you know what? I didn't realize it happened until until I got, came back uh, after the mic. <laughs> Which, you know, I gotta say, uh, that also is a very underrated experience, you know? Like, being able to just not have to interact with anybody. I know we're social creatures. I know this. But just makes you wonder. Like, if I were a monk living in a monastery during the Middle Ages and I had to take a vow of silence, could I do it? Uh, if I didn't have to be funny, then I would say, yeah, <laughs> I'd be willing to do it. I don't have to talk to anybody. Maybe just learn sign language. On that, I don't have to say anything. I don't have to interact with anybody. I don't have to put up with anybody's bullshit. Just live in a monastery, pray, and I don't know, around a carpentry. I don't know. Just like pick up a home ec class or something. But yeah, it was it was one of those things where it was it was a very new experience, like not talking to anybody for hours upon hours, even though despite the fact you are surrounded by people everywhere you go. So I don't know if that's a sign of mental illness or or just antisocial behavior, or maybe a little bit of both. I don't know. I'm just kind of like you know cherry picking from the the buffet of possibilities of what's going on here, but. It's a very, very, just generally interesting experience. Uh, I don't know about you guys. I don't know if that's ever happened to any of you, but you know, it's it's happened to me. And you know what? I'm not against it. If it happened again, I am totally okay with that. You know, for those days where I work from home and it's just me and my stupid cat, I am 100% okay with that. And it's not really the kind of thing that would drive you crazy. At least not me. I mean, I only went 10 hours. I mean. I don't know, maybe if I had to go with like years, I'm sure that might, you know, do a number on me. But I wasn't supposed to be like this, I'll tell you that much. Uh, over the weekend, I unfortunately, ha- um, I uh, spoke with a promoter over one of the dates over one of the venues I was scheduled for. And unfortunately, uh, she had to postpone the show for another time, probably going to be later this summer. So more news on that when it comes up. But yeah, I was supposed to do a show up in uh, Kentucky, and uh, she had to postpone because the you know there's a lot happening on the business end. She has a business partner that kind of screwed her over, and you know she's shopping for a new venue. So there's a lot of you know inside baseball happening with that. But you know such is life. I mean, this isn't the first time this has happened. I'll expect it to be the last. But you know, I'm not I'm not totally bummed out by it, which is weird because usually I'm like you know super you know, bummed out and upset, you know, I was supposed to do, you know, I was featuring uh, for this LA comic, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but uh, I'll be working with him uh, later this year, I believe, but yeah, I was supposed to do 20 minutes, which, you know, I am more than, more than, you know, happy to do, Uh, I love being able to do longer sets, I mean, it feels so good, especially when the, the crowd is ripe and ready and willing to go for it, because, when you got a hot crowd and everything is just hitting, that 20 minutes will just fly by. And I had and I had a strong feeling that's how it was going to go and then I was obviously disappointed when I found out it had to be postponed. 
But then again, I wasn't fully bummed out because it just leaves me more time to polish that 20 minutes. So, eh, I guess <laughs> I guess we're all just growing to be better people. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm reading all the right books. Oh, but I got to say uh, earlier tonight, uh, this is Sunday, so you'll be hearing this on Monday, was um, even tonight made up for it because I just did a regular mic here in Nashville and, you know, just testing on some new stuff. And I have it, you know, in my, I have it practiced and routined enough to the point where I don't have to overthink it, where it just kind of just comes naturally. And the people who are just happen to be there, just sitting there and watching, they were fully engaged and they loved it. It's like, wow, I just made up for it. And like I said, I only had to do four minutes, but that, again, that four minutes flew by because everything was hitting. You know, and on top of that, I had it was one of those moments where the person before me uh, pretty much ate a bag of dicks. You can imagine how that would sound in or feel like. And uh, yeah, it's one of those comics. They don't write. They and they're awful every single time, but they keep coming. I don't know. I don't know what their intentions are. It's either they're bored and they got nothing else going on or they're just lazy at this whole thing or they just don't care enough to want to progress and grow. I don't know. I can't, I can't tell you. I'm not really close with this person. It's just, whoa, it's one of those sets where I got to leave the room. So I was tasked not only with, uh, doing my four minutes, doing good at the four minutes, but also utilizing that four minutes to dig us out of a hole, which I did. So you know, it's just one of those unexpected challenges that, you know, pushes uh, comics to grow. You know, it's like it can't be smooth sailing all the time. Sometimes you got to come, you got to compensate. You got you to pick up for lost ground or something. And for those times where it does work, which like it happened tonight, it felt like not only did I do good, but I also lapped <laughs> the previous person. Not to like rub my success in their face or anything, but it felt good knowing that I was able to uh, rectify the show. I guess what I'm trying to say. I don't know. But speaking of shows, I got some more upcoming dates for you for the month of May. We're almost done. But uh, yeah, just a couple more uh, shows for the week. So uh, this Wednesday on um, May 24th is our monthly up-down show here in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. That is happening at 8 p.m. at the Up-Down Barcade in East Nashville. We've got a killer lineup, all new comics, and a few familiar faces, and a few drop-ins, which I'm happy to oblige to. But we're also having uh, Marcus Quit Playing Jones uh, closing out the show. So very happy to have him uh, close out uh this week's show, and then on that Thursday, on the 25th, I will be back. I will be back. I will be back at the uh, Full Four Bar and Grill for their uh, uh, rock, metal, and comedy show. So I'll be coming out swinging and guns blazing for all the other tortured artists here in the city. But you no, know, it's good. It's good to perform for like you know people other than comedians. I mean, tonight being an exception, there were regular people. But whenever I say regular people, I just mean people that aren't comedians. So even if I'm performing for other artists, still, it's a natural response because that's the reason why I can never be a musician. Because whenever I'm watching comedians, I'm like, I'm either A, do I respect this person? B, are they funny? 
see, I got to listen to uh, their material, whether I've heard before or if it's new, if it's really good, I'm like, I'm dissecting it, I'm analyzing it, okay, how they were this, did they trim the fat, how heavy was the punchline, did I know where it was going, what could they have said, what are some tags, there's just so much extra stuff happening in my brain, there's like, it's like playing 3D chess whenever I'm watching this stuff, it's like, you know, go full Rain Man or something, just the way with the analysis. And I feel like if I were a musician, I would be doing the exact same thing with other musicians. So the point where it would just drive me nuts, you know, like I love listening to music. But if I were a musician and I listened to music, I'd be like, OK, what did they do here? How they do this? Does this melody make sense? What the hell do these lyrics mean? Does that even go with the guitar solo? You know, there's just so much extra, like, you know, would they mosh to this? <laughs> I've never, I mean, I've yet to have a, a bit where people mosh to my punchlines, but I wouldn't be against it. But yeah, where's, uh, where's my wall of death? <laughs> I don't think a wall of death has ever happened in a comedy show. Uh, but that would be a sight to see. Anyway, but yeah, I could never be a musician for that. But speaking of musicians, oh, I'm really, really uh, uh, excited to hear about this. Uh, the Foo Fighters, favorite band in the whole wide world, uh, lost. Well, early uh, last year, uh, drummer Taylor Hawkins passed away. Uh, but the Foo's have announced not only they come with a new album, which I've uh, pre-ordered, uh, they have announced their new official drummer who is Josh Freese. Now, if you've never heard of Josh Freese, the dude is a friggin' beast because uh, the dude's just got a very impressive resume of uh, other bands he's played. He played in Devo. He's played in the Vandals. Uh, he, well, he, he's been like a, like a hired gun for other bands like who? Uh, Perfect Circle, Nine Inch Nails, Guns N' Roses, Sublime. So the dude's well-tuned in. And, you know, I think it's good that they, uh, not everybody, I mean, I feel like I've uh, come across him at some point, but I just never really knew who he was specifically. But I think it's good that uh, the Foos picked, I guess, somebody who not everybody's familiar with. So they didn't go with Chad Smith of the Red Hot Chili Peppers or uh, you know, the drummer from Tool who's, who's just as good. They, they want somebody they could vibe with who is just a monster behind the drums, which he is. I say just like YouTube Josh Freese. And see what this guy can do. And he is just like I'm just a machine. So I'm really happy uh, to hear the news. And again, nobody could ever replace Taylor Hawkins. That much is true. But I would say for the Foos, in order to continue as a band and to retain the sound that they're known for and to come with the energy and viciousness and raw power that they're known for, they want somebody they could vibe with and could also be able to carry on that sound. I think Josh Reese is uh, a suitable candidate. And yeah, and just by looking at the six of them together, it, it looks like it makes sense. You know, they you know they vibe together very well, and you know they already came out with a silly little sketch where they <laughs> uh, incorporate all these other famous drummers into it. And it's like, oh, is that the new one? Oh no. Oh, this is the new one. Oh no, it's not. Oh, this guy. Up. Oh, nope. 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 No, it's Josh. So very happy, uh, very happy to hear about that. And, you know, like I like my history with the Foos was they, were, they became my favorite band when I was 14. Uh, 
because I knew when I was four, it was, you know, like any other 14 year old going through teenage years, high school life in general, um, stuff gets confusing. You don't know who you are. You want people to like you. And I was just, for lack of a better word, a mess. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm 35 now, so I'm very proud of the progress I made and who I am today. But, you know, if I could sit down with 14-year-old me, I'd be like, dude, you're going to be fine. You know, I know it sucks right now. I mean, I have sympathy for teenagers. I mean, generally speaking, I, you know, I was a teenager once, so were you. And teenagers just suck. But that's not, you know, who we are in the long term. That's just we suck in that particular point in time. I mean, you know, God bless my parents for putting up with me. Uh, even though, like, I try to be an angel, but also, you know, I want to branch out. I want to, like, you know, be adventurous and daring and be like, uh, you know, the adrenaline junkie of the family. Be, I don't know. It was, you know, teen, being, being a teenager just weird and, you know, you got hair grown everywhere and, you know, you thought you're supposed to look one way and you just look at yourself in the mirror and you're built like a blobfish. <laughs> uh, and you got your whole life ahead of you and you got all this additional pressure from, you know, family, from school, from friends. You got like, you know, uh, get all your grades up. You want to get into college. You want me to, you want to date a girl. You want to meet your first girlfriend. You want to go to prom. You want to check up all these boxes and uh, I don't think I'm alone on this when I say that I wasn't able to check off all those boxes. I mean, I think, you know, I, hell, I didn't even lose my V card until college. So, yeah, a lot of kids and kind of typically lose it in high school days. But me, it took me a little bit longer. But, yeah, there's just a lot of unwarranted pressure being a teenager. And I can only I have extra sympathy for kids now and granted I still think they suck I mean not much has changed in regards to you know likability with teenage I mean nobody's like hey I mean nobody wants to like hang out with teenagers unless they're like a creep or something so yeah I can understand how the, the amount of pressure they're under on you know in fact they're under even additional pressure because with all the woke shit, I mean, they got like, you know, know each other, everybody's pronouns, you know, like, you know, see like a trans girl and be okay with it openly, even though in the back of your head, it's like, what the fuck's up with that? You know, you can't question it. It's like you, it's like you've been like recruited into a cult you had no say in. Even like, even the religious people are like, it's, it's like socio-political cult. It's a cult without a God, you know? You just got to, like, you know, follow the rules, follow the script, you know, keep up this false image that you are a great person. Like, everybody's running for mayor of the world and <laughs> nobody's getting elected. It's like you're, it's like Bitcoin. It's like these are, like, woke points are just Bitcoin that ultimately mean nothing in the real world. I kind of feel like I went off a tangent just now, but I think you get what I'm saying. So that's kind of like how I feel with teenagers these days. So... Thoughts and prayers go out to them. But uh, yeah, going back to the foods. Yeah, basically, I was 14. Uh, Best of You came out. That was a song that, you know, uh, invigorated me, brought new confidence into myself to stand up for myself and, you know, 
you know, inspired me to be independent and take my own life into my own hands and just drove me to, you know, pursue all my life's dreams and all that bullshit. And I love them for it. I love Dave Grohl for coming out with Best of You. And I've been hooked with them ever since. I'm in debt to them. So I can only imagine how... uh, (laughs) uh, I don't think that will happen with uh, (laughs) today's youth, though. Maybe it will, but given what's popular, it's like... Like, what the... Uh, I'm trying not to sound old. I mean, like, you know, 35, you know... That's a new age bracket. You know, there's 18 to 24, then 25 to 34, then 35 plus. <laughs> so you might as well just be ancient at this point. But yeah, just listening to what's popular with them. It's like, you know, it's fine. Like, you know, it's their music. It's popular with them. Let them enjoy it. So who knows? There'll be like the Led Zeppelin bands. Who knows? Oh, man. Anyway, what else do I want to talk about? Oh, yeah, this. Uh, speaking of not only just youth, but I would say just the world in general, uh, social media can be a poison. I mean, it's great for connecting, learning new things, getting creative, putting content. I think it's great most of the time. Unfortunately, there are, uh, ever since smartphones added the forward-facing camera, the selfie cam, that's when narcissism just reached an all-time high. And I know this because you ever watch like a video of somebody filming themselves crying, you know, like they're just in their car with, you know, I don't know if there are tears or not. Just like, how do you hold on to that? It's like, oh my God, this thing happened to me. Selfie mode. Oh my God. Can you, I, I can't, I'm literally shaking. Oh, please. Like these, are, <laughs> I, I want to sound morbid, but if you film yourself crying, you need to be dragged out into a hallway and, I don't know, fill in the blank there, you know, fill in the verb. Because whenever I see stuff like this, I can't help but think, I, the human race has reached its peak. You know, we have access to nuclear codes and for some reason we're chopping our dicks off. <laughs> so... Yeah, we just try to re- rewrite what it means to be a man and a woman because some people are too, you know, mentally and emotionally complex to discern one concept from the other. I don't know. I'm not an expert on this. Don't listen to me. Don't. I'm not a reliable source. Actually, speaking of reliable sources and uh, social media, I engaged in one of those TikTok lives. I've spoken about this before. Uh, I don't know why I did it. Because I told myself I wouldn't do it because that is just a just a shit show of parrots. You know, it's just like they're all just reciting the same script. Bah, 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 just saying the same stuff over and over. And I decided, you know what? I can expand on this. I can come in with some facts because that's what they want. They want, show me the facts. Show me the science. I'm like, okay. So I Googled up some science. And I recited the science back to them. It's like approximately 0.018% of the of the global population experienced this. And one person, I kid you not, it's like people can edit Google. I'm like what? Like I'm listening. Like did somebody literally just say out loud that Google is not a reliable source? Like suddenly everything is not a reliable source because your butt hurts? Oh my... Oh, 
that that that's when we realize that's when I realized narcissism is at an all time high and it is poison. And you that's that's what's a perk of being a performer because I know I have that there's I have narcissistic tendencies. It used to be a lot more prominent when I first started on comedy, whereas now I'm able to catch myself whenever I uh, listen back to things I say. Like I can like it like if you ever hear yourself talk like I have been this entire time and you hear the things as they leave your mouth like dude what was what was up with that you know like I do that with myself sometimes and if I pick up on something that even remotely sounds narcissistic I'm like yeah okay I gotta check myself on that can't be like like I'm king badass or something like I am the ultimate authority on this subject whereas really reality I'm just some regular jackass spouting my bullshit and still some not famous nobody you know so yeah but then again with all these quote-unquote social media stars it's like you are not hot enough to be a narcissist (laughs) you know i mean if you're a narcissist at least be good looking and if i like whenever i see some like there's some chick on tiktok some severely morbidly obese chick who's like she she is built like a blobfish it's like you know airlines need to do more to cater to more plus size people give them two free seats on top of the one they already pay for i'm like how bad do you gotta be like dude chances are if you're that big you're not gonna last much longer you know so i don't think the airlines have to do jack shit for you you know and the fact that something like that says, you know what, instead of dealing with my problem, uh, I'm not going to acknowledge it, period. And instead, I'm going to make it everybody else's problem because I am such a great person, you know. And like the more people tell themselves that they're a great person, the more they're not. <laughs> it's almost always the exact opposite. Oh, I don't know. The subject makes me tired and my brain hurts. So other than that, I think I'm just going to close shop on this. So once again, thank you for listening. Uh, Before I go, be sure to like, rate, comment, subscribe. uh, Play into this algorithmic bullshit wherever you listen to your podcast, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon. uh, If you're listening to this YouTube, awesome. Thank you very much. But other than that, uh, yeah, like, comment rate, subscribe, all that stuff. Let's keep this uh, snowball rolling. So other than that, thank you very much for listening, and I'll see you next time.